Notre Dame is a better football team than Ohio State. We have the best offensive line in the country. Defensively, our defensive line's better. And you look at Coach Day, and everybody that beats him does so because they're more physical than Ohio State. They better bring their lunch because it's going to be a full day of day's work. What he said about our team, I cannot believe. This is a tough team right here. We're proud to be from Ohio. It's always been Ohio against the world. It'll continue to be Ohio against the world. But I'll tell you what, I love those kids, and we got a tough team. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. Right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't gonna be played in Hollywood. It's gonna be played on the grass. Right? It's gonna be played on the grass. And let's go. It's Sunday. High atop. Well, actually, tonight, uh, everything's different. It's not Monday, but it's it's the Sunday, Sunday night. First Sunday night show. <laughs> first Sunday night show. Uh, you know, we take great pride in uh, pivoting, zigzag when as needed. Uh, my uh, partner, uh, Chad, the WizKid, is with us. So, bud, what's the update? Everybody's been asking me two things. Uh, the more important one, of course, is Emily's status. Go ahead. Well, I'm here, so there is no <laughs> no baby yet. yet. Hopefully tomorrow. Um, I could leave mid-show. We don't know. Um, yeah. It could be any moment still, but probably tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. A week, a, a week late at this point, which is again is really getting there. So yeah, it's a holdout. It's a, a contract. Olivia is uh, she's not happy with the money she's being paid. I right, guess. Right. So I think she's looking for a window dressing at this point. Yeah, she, she wants to know that Ponzio's is going to be in there for every Thursday night for the club yeah. sandwich, or and she's <laughs> just too happy with the food food we're giving her. I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Well, we've tried it. The spicy stuff, the non-spice. Uh, we've mixed it all, all different right. types of food. Nothing's working. All right. Well, you know, continue prayers. And, and the other thing that was very prevalent this week, uh, and we the over-under total, uh, I would have never guessed this, went over 30, and that's the number of people who are telling me to call them fans. They could tell I'm going out of my way. I got some advice this week from people. Had dinner with some buds. They said, slow down. You're talking too fast, Chuck, as I'm apt to do. So, bud, when I'm revved up, just put your hand up and put the brakes on me so we don't have to have Richie edit us to death. But they, um, they were saying, hey, call us fans of the show. And you, go, you go out of your way to say listeners. Um, very, very sterile. So our fans, bud, from now on, which is great, and it's growing, and we're proud of that. So our fans had to say this. How on earth did Chad miss Bobby Abreu in, and they love, they love Stump the Wiz, okay? I like a lot of people saying they were 10 for 10, of course. We're going to get that. It yeah. is the honor system here. Uh, but 30 people. Yeah. I was shocked. I got the first 12. Like, I didn't think the podcast was published yet. And that's another thing working. People are learning how to get the notifications. Uh, I'm seeing people at the diner. There's, oh, you don't have to send it to me anymore. I've got notifications. Good. Uh, well, that's good. I don't know how I miss Bobby Bray. It was just, it was, seemed like an obvious one. And I think maybe just, it was maybe such an obvious answer, mm-hmm. you know, knowing our history with Bray right. and, and your love for the guy. And I, I love him a lot too. Okay. And it just, it was right there and just never appeared. Okay. Just, you know, right. And the other couldn't, question couldn't get it. I got a lot this week was, did you tip 
Chad off. And I said, no. And tonight what I'm going to do is swear you in. Because, boy, you're about the most honest person I've ever met. I'm glad to think you take care of your mother, right? But anyway, um, you're sworn. Your right hand's up. They can't say it. That you have not looked at the questions for Stump the Wiz. You're not prepped. I have not seen them. You don't know any answers. And uh, That is correct. And you're probably going to wish that you did because they're not easy well not as easy okay so i'm gonna i'm saying right now you're no better than six out of ten uh tonight on that but how about that uh intro by our amazing producer rich nice job rich fantastic what a week end in college football was that absolutely bizarre i mean (laughs) what's lou holtz thinking The, the guy who used to land blast people that would use any reverse psychology influence. And he was always putting every team he played on a pedestal. I don't care if they're playing Marshall, whoever it was. Holtz was always so respectful. They're better than you think. They got a really good quarterback. You got to be careful of that team. They'll sneak out and you just get sick. Listen to them, you know, just absolutely groom you to think that Notre Dame was playing, you know, uh, King Kong and his associates, and now he's out there giving Ohio State all this bulletin board stuff, doing something, but I don't care what age, I don't care what his circumstances are. And by the way, he looks pretty healthy. I heard I heard months ago that he wasn't. He looked pretty good on the, on the, on the show there. What's he thinking? How do you do it? Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure. I wouldn't it's not something that I would do, but you know, I'm also not Lou Holtz and have his uh his his history but it, i mean i guess it's like if notre dame wins the game it looks good maybe and I, i'm not really sure but they had a tough loss and a lot of people think they should have won but i don't know i'm you think ohio state had every reason to be pretty pissed at it right i mean when you yeah. basically say you're soft you yeah i don't know name why, all the I teams just, you've just, lost I, to i don't know why there's ever any reason to inspire a team more right you know right, one thing right. to say my team's gonna you know i really really confident in them but to say your team is yeah inferior i don't think is ever a yeah. good coaching strategy but certainly uncharac- motivation anything yeah. motivational at all very uncharacteristic yeah yeah right yeah, i would think so and even though he had every entitlement and right to grind an axe the ohio state coach day he was over the top right at that point, it's just it's just more like you, know, you push me, I'm going to push you back harder. Free for all type of thing. Point. Yeah, yeah. Every man for himself mentality. Yeah, I mean, look at um, what we heard too with the, um, the Oregon coach. Oregon coach. Right. You know, with Sanders brought their guys out there yeah, Friday yeah, yeah. night to right. walk on to walk on the field on right. the logo. Right. It's 50, and come on, what are we yep. doing here? Okay. And so yeah, I mean, I'm absolutely gonna you know if I'm that coach. And you do that, you're disrespecting my team like that. Okay. Now yeah, I'm going to come back harder. You're not confusing scenarios. Sanders, Colorado team, yeah, at Oregon, yeah, walked on a logo and said, "I didn't read or hear." Friday it. night, they had his team out there walking on the field. Okay, yeah, yeah it's funny because I followed, tracked everything like a hunting dog, and I did, I did pick up on that. Well, now I think maybe I I, <laughs> I did get it wrong. But. Yeah, keep in mind. Listeners, that Chad hasn't slept in four nights because Emily hasn't slept 10 minutes in four nights. So I'm pushing the cart, the proverbial cart, up the very steep incline right now. And it's 400, 
400 pounds of cement in, in the wheelbarrow, if you could see the look on Chad's face. He agreed to do the podcast. Very, very nice of him. And he said, Dad, I'm not going to have anything ready to fly. And uh, so we're going to have fun tonight. Probably a little shorter show than normal, uh, but we'll get through it all. And uh, it's almost not even fair that I'm going to do the stump the whiz tonight, you know? So we're going to have to set let's, let's just dive right into dive it. Dive right into it. So anyway... You know, what, what's going on in sports? Dion uh, isn't ready for prime time. Wait, hold, hold on. Colorado okay. players okay. court fireworks by walking on Oregon logo at Alton Field. It came on, that was published Saturday, September at one thirty. But okay. I'm pretty sure it happened Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't really I, doubting you. I was just saying I, I was not aware of that. It, it maybe was Saturday morning. I, I thought yeah. it was nighttime, but no, mm-hmm. it looks like it was actually maybe during the day. Yeah. So anyway, Dion, hype doesn't sell, don't play, but talent does win, buddy. Uh, just learn some humility, you know, because it's obnoxious the way you behave. And you're probably a great coach, actually. Uh, if you want to see humility, check out the Notre Dame coach after a very difficult loss. And how he acquitted himself in the postseason, uh, post game. Just watch his 11 minute interview, and uh, you'll see humility, G- giving credit often to the other team, and and you'll just see. Sometimes it's a fine line, sometimes not so much. But speaking of Notre Dame, uh, Bud is the, you know, is South Bend losing its allure? Is the is the luster off of things? I mean, yeah, I mean. What's going on, man? It's, you know, it's it's not that the luster's off. Where's touchdown it's Jesus? That, that the luster's been missing for a while. For a while, right. and no, and a lot of people don't see it. They have the blinders on, right? Um, and, and we can share a debate on Saturday morning inside the sports room we've got with our buddies, right? Yeah, I mean, look, Notre Dame is a team that is always very good, and they always find a way to choke. Their season away. They I used the word winning lose. brand, and you guys weren't accepting of me saying they're winning brand. They are been. a winning brand from the perspective of they're a very good team and probably have one of the best football records yeah, in college football wins. history. Yeah, fourth best ever. You right. know, right. Th- and that's fine, but it's, there's a different winning brand is like uh, kind of an, like an abstract. Like where, where are we going? Do they win? Yeah, but do they win when it matters a lot over the past like decade? No, not ouch, really. Ouch. And no one cares about a Gator Bowl or a Fiesta Bowl Ooh, and what they want or waking lost. up. He's waking up, fans. No, the Chick Fil A's, the Doritos <laughs> Locos, Taco Bowls. No one cares about that. It's, okay, if you don't, you make the college playoffs and you win there. Or you go home and you whatever. No right. one cares. Do you it's, care that they matter. adhere to academic academic standards more than other uh, teams? I'm happy they do that because most of these kids need that because right. they're not going to the, the pros. And that's great that so they I'm do basically that. Why Kelly left? He knew there was no, never going to be a national championship here. You know, with their academic standards. Yeah, and that's there's no doubt Notre Dame has that to deal with. But nowadays, with players being paid, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, right. there is absolutely an even chance to recruit now. Right, right, right. And I still don't believe, personally, that if Notre Dame brings in a, a five-star stud who you know is bound for the NFL, yeah. that they're going to hold him. There's, I think there's absolutely exceptions right. drawn right. in the college football level. I don't care what Notre Dame says. Right. I don't believe you don't that believe it. it would happen in reality for certain players. Okay, so your thumbs down on whether or not Notre Dame has the same gravitas uh, and everything that goes with that, you know, brand, as I was saying Saturday, you guys really objected. Uh, now I use winning brand, and they are that. But of late, especially if you're a millennium, you've watched them choke up opportunities to get to at least get to the playoffs, right? Absolutely. I right. knew Notre Dame was a flop 
I was in high school. Holy flop. <laughs> um, at our house. They, How many times did dad have the fight, fight song playing on a Saturday screaming at the top of me? Da, 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 da. It's a pretty good fight song. Yeah, it is. It it is. is. The best. And they lost to Alabama, I want to say yeah, it was. 38 to 6. It was a blowout, and I was telling people it's going to be a close game. <laughs> right, right. I was we big were, Notre Dame at the time. Chad total. And uh, I know I got, cruci- I got crucified that <laughs> night. Um, and at that point, I realized. Chad got his At that in. point, I no longer liked their uniforms. Right. Everything just went sour. Tarnished everything. Um, oh. Yeah. I don't like. Right. Now I, like, I couldn't watch their uniforms. I, I don't like them. I, I just, you despise them. I do. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, and that's probably about the him. only thing you and I have a wholesale difference on, right? We share a lot of ideology yeah. and culture, mm-hmm. philosophy, right, of life. But you are 180. You're dead against them because you've had a I'm dead spoiled experience. The perception of them, right? I don't doubt that they holier than now. The whole you thing. Look at how many national titles they went. Right, they, they went. They they won. One, right, you know, prior to 2000. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of titles. They won a lot of games and stuff. And what have they done since the college right. football's been out, though? I mean, what have they done the right? past? How long has the, the football for college been out? Has it been 10 years yet? And probably a little under. How long's the football been out? The co- no, college football playoffs that they oh, do. Oh, yeah, put me in. Never supposed to ask a question on podcast. We can't answer. I'm going to say the system's a decade. Just yeah. maybe a little under 10 years. Yeah. And they haven't done anything there. They, uh, haven't, they haven't won it. They did play Alabama recently where they pretty much evened them out on the stat sheet. But lost. And had a real bad injury to, to a D-back that, yeah. that turned the game. But I, there I am. I'm equivocating. Notre right? Dame They lost has, that game by 24. Notre Dame has the best stories about how they <laughs> lost. I'll never forget the one a couple of years ago when it was pouring. I don't remember the team. It uh, may have been Ohio great. State. It's it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Pouring. Raining like hell. Right. Notre Dame was fighting, uh, uh, all this and that, and they lost. And it was a great story. Uh, but, but you know what? Who has the better story is the team that won. Yeah. And yeah. that was Ohio State last night. And led by a prep guy. Very, very proud to say that. Look, I did not know he was from the prep. Well, that's so, the second thing you told me. I didn't know, I didn't know that either. Ohio State quarterback. Really? prep guy. Yep. Because, you know, they use the word prep a lot on, no. on yeah. TV. And... Of course, there's a prep over here in Jersey, and there's Augustine, and there's a prep and whatever. But that's St. Joe's. Kyle, Kyle McCord, okay, uh, junior for the Ohio State Buckeyes, and oh, his birthday just passed, just turned twenty one. I'm sure he was celebrating that win. I bet. And uh, St. High School St. Joe's prep. St. Joe's prep. Yep. All right, man. Yep. Yeah, I heard it last night watching the game. I said, "Oh, let me rewind that." Yeah. I did not know this guy was a prep guy. I'll tell you what. The the play that got the ball down to the first uh, one yard line. That zip that he threw, it was got arm. five defenders. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing the ball didn't get deflected. Yeah. But uh, how about the fact, and I'm probably going to cross out about six of the what's going on in sports here to allow us to talk more about Notre Dame, and then we'll we'll, we'll, we'll bag the rest of this stuff, which is baseball, and then go back to the uh, stump the, the whiz. But how about the fact that Notre Dame, Bud, has 10 players on the field for the last two plays i mean you're right this is a game that if they win i think they handle usc i think they handle duke i think they handle the rest of the schedule that equals 12 and 0 they're in at 12 and 0 and this year would you agree preliminarily this is the year where college football is diluted enough 
where you could not pick a team right now. I'm going to put you on the spot. Name, and I know Chad's not the biggest college football guy. Name the team right now that we could, we would say we would agree on. Notre Dame can't line up and beat. I really don't. Nobody. Know. I don't know. Nobody. I don't Nobody, know. Right? Um, I think that Oregon. I think that the reality of college football right now is probably the recruiting is so competitive yep. from some of these schools like the Texases, and not to say they couldn't recruit before. Yep. But Bama, Georgia, you know LSU, those big brands. Oil, oil the always, oil teams. Look at Texas this year. Yeah, they were always getting the best players. Right. And my guess is that it's a little more balanced this year. Oh, yeah, with the money from the, deals. From the name, oh, yeah. image, and likeness. Yeah. And that's going to make it a lot more even and make the teams like Bama not stand out as much. Not like Bama's not going to recruit right. and all. But if I'm in high school and I know I'm going to get money yep. coming down Can a few I months. Can I throw the word portal at you too? Yeah. So th- 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 there we go. Used to be they would lock you up. You, you couldn't leave. Yeah. Right? So you're not happy with your number two position now. What do you do? You become, you yeah. become Pittsburgh number one. But right? the Oregon quarterbacks, it feels like that guy's been in college since 2015. <laughs> you know, bag, I, think, I, think he, I think he's older than me. Yeah, it's hilarious. And <laughs> he's and like 23 or 4 or something. And, and the quarterback Notre Dame played last week was in his seventh year of yeah. college football. It, it does. It's it's really weird. Yeah. It, it's so really you have weird. the portal, you have the money deals, and you can just take a look at Alabama, even Ohio State last night, that brand, that version. And right away, you know, this is a big decline year in college football. The the power ratings, you don't have the team for it. USC, come on, they don't play a stitch of defense. Don't bet on them. Maybe right now, and I've been watching college football very closely for 50 years, I'd probably take Oregon right now. And yet they could lose next week to a Colorado State or some nonsense like that. But um, I just can't believe in this day and age how sophisticated, bud, is a college elite level, uh, I'm going to say franchise university, where you have 20 assistant coaches, you know, how far down. It's a full business. Okay? It really a, is. It's a billion it's, dollar business. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a lot more than just the business. It's, an, it's but, like an empire. It really but is. they put 10 players on the field the last two plays. How does that happen? Bud, it gets worse. Ladies and gentlemen, the jury, uh, off a timeout. But when they got to the one yard line, they used the timeout to talk about things, get everything organized. That's why you call it. This is the school too held for their academic standards. Mm, Didn't come into play there, did it? And they couldn't count to 11. And where was touchdown Jesus there? Lucky the Irish, touchdown Jesus always on our side in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of sayings, not yeah. a lot of winning. No, somebody said they're yeah. going to paint a mustache. That's yeah. sacrilegious. But anyway, after they had 10 men on the field on the down prior, then the next down, wow. they opt not to put the guy out because they picked it up late and didn't want him to draw the penalty. Right. All right, let's walk through this, or let's just get the full impact on the one-yard line. Seven seconds, last play of the game. You have 10 players with one on the sideline. You still send him out there because if there's a flag, so what? Half the distance is what, bud? Another 18 inches? So what, right? It doesn't matter at that point. Well, backing him up, right? No, the, no, no. It would have been on Notre Dame. Oh, okay. So it would have moved the ball. Right. You know, hit, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 On defense. Yeah. yeah, so yeah what are you going to move him up? 18 inches, okay. Yeah, six right. inches, seven inches. So if you look at the overview people that I did send it out to a small group today, there's no right tackle. There's nobody to the right of the football. 
So you look at the overview, if you saw what I sent out earlier, but no one's there. So they, they run right to that part. And it looks like there's more players because they tackle guys around them. But, you know, you're missing your big fat tackle. That's just, It's just really bad. Yeah. And then I mean, the coach says, no, we made a calculated decision not to send them out. Coach, you can't say that. And then he says, we thought it was pass. Well, well coach, if you thought it was pass, then uh, the, the whole thing. Send out a faster guy it, and tell him makes, to go run around. Yeah. I Maybe mean, make a, a deflection. Everybody I know was screaming run. You know, they were one yard out. Clock doesn't matter now. Everybody was screaming run. And yeah. That's exactly what they did. Into the left, the right side, left side, everything. Look at it. But anyway, that was just a brutal way to learn. Boy, did it ever hurt. I think Notre Dame's alumni is ready to say to Coach Holtz, thank you for everything and keep your mouth shut and stay the hell off of campus. Right. And you know, that's about where they are with that whole. It just, it's just unbelievable how we would create that distraction. Um, so we talked about Oregon. Looks like they could be in line to win a national championship. They look really, really good in every department. Um, the uh, wild card baseball. What's up? Nobody wants it. Well, it's the, crazy. Phil- the Phillies solidified themselves. Phillies you know, they they took care of business this last week or so of baseball. Now is uh, it's pretty light. There's just not much concern. The Phillies are four straight wins, and we have a game going on right now. I believe right one hitter. Uh, the Phillies are up four. Fifth nothing. inning. Oh, so Phillies going to win this game too. Going to bring ourselves to eighty-seven and sixty-nine. Next closest wild card is eighty-two. Yeah, this, we're good. It's over. We're good. We got the top wild card spot. Got that. Set and up. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at the rest of the wild card. It's still a four-person race. Yeah. I mean, Arizona and Chicago. Miami's one game back. Cincinnati two and a half. They're they're Cincinnati's on hanging on by a thread right now. But we're right there, and it's it, I'm not worried. The wild card's right there, and it's really cool to watch it be such a tight race like this. It's absolutely there's nothing like a pennant race. I don't care how it goes. But here's the here's the funny part about it, bud. Uh, some stats that I caught this afternoon, of course, all the subject to you know today's results. But when you the Phillies are playing great, Toronto's playing great. So let's look at the teams that are in the mix here in, in the hunt, right? Check this out, bud. Last ten games. Check this out. Houston, who got swept today by KC. Look at look on your phone at Houston at home. The Astros got really? swept by Kansas City. They wow. are three and seven. They could slip out of the playoffs. Yes, they could. Channels four and six. Wow. Uh, you got White Sox. Or I'm sorry, Cubbies three and seven. Cincinnati four and six. Uh, San Fran they've got blown out. They're three and seven. So and then the- don't forget about the sleeper team. The Padres. <laughs> you know what? Almost. The loss last night hurt him. It did, yeah. The loss last night ended that little Nine uh, out of the last ten. It could have happened, but last night's loss, and they were leading, is the tripwire. They're not going to get there. They would basically have to win out at this point. He said they were going to have a run, man. You know, there it is. The dollar late day shirt, right? Whatever it is. Yep. Day late dollar shirt. Just now, in the American League, the Astros 3-7. and seven. Again, we're talking last ten. Seattle five and five, Tampa five and five. So when you add all this mess together, the team, the aforementioned teams are forty and fifty-six. That's not teams that are playing their best baseball in a pennant race down the stretch, right? Mm-mm. So they're 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 well, what better example than KC going into Houston? Double check the score today. I'm ninety-nine percent certain the Astros got swept today by the Royals, and when they played at KC, 
last week. I think the Royals swept them in KC. Now, that I could be Astro, wrong about. Astros did lose today. They lost today, so they got swept at home. Yeah, okay? that's bad. Yeah, so it's too bad the San Diego loss really hurt them. Uh, but the bottom line is the Phillies are in good shape. What has to not happen for the Phillies, and everybody sees this coming down the turnpike at a million miles an hour, we can't face our buddy from Bishop Eustace October 3rd, is it? Playoff start, game one mm-hmm. in Philly. Zach Gallon. You with me? Yeah. Let's hope he has to pitch. In, he pitched today against Yankees, th- three-hitter, okay, left for the shutout. Let's hope Gallon's got to get used up in his next spot because it's a meaningful game for Arizona, which it figures to be, right? Well, he could pitch Friday again, right? It's five days. Well, today's Sunday. You could certainly Monday, go Friday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Right. He's then done that. Saturday, Sunday, right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, so wow. Done two, no, no, Tuesday. Tuesday's playoffs. It's Tuesday, right. So, yeah, he would, yeah, he would be game two. But you know why it's tricky? Because October 1st is Sunday. Right. Yeah, yeah so he's gonna be, he would probably be game two. Right. But that's okay. You don't want to lose game one and best of three. Right? You definitely don't. No. Right? You don't. You don't want to lose. But you don't want to lose game one because he neutralized. They let's see. How are they thinking? Do they want to neutralize Wheeler with him, or do they think they'd rather nail Tuesday's game because they won't have Wheeler? That hey, he could throw a, a, a two-run game, and Wheeler could throw a one-run game, right? So if you have Zach, do you want to put him up against Wheeler, or do you want to put up second game anyway? I think you'd probably want him in game two. Yeah, I, I think kind if of you, stamps can, if the you win. can delay him, you probably want Wheeler with a, with a less right. strong pitcher. Pitcher, yeah. right, yeah. right, right. Give okay. it your all. And the Phillies uh, Phillies be home there, right? Yeah, we would. We're higher than Arizona, so we would be home. We, yeah, three plays yeah, six, we're four plays five. All the way so. through. All the way through. When well, you look at a, the... Just the first round. No, no, no. All the way through the, the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember it used to be that ridiculous asinine one-game winner-takes-all? Yeah. The worst format of any... Postseason in any sport. Yeah, they rec- that? they recognized it though, and they, Thank made, you. they made it right. Your dad was saying it for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was told they'd never change it. Remember that? Oh, they changed it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They changed it. Run differentials. We won't bore everybody with the run differentials, but in the American League, right? You got your top five run differential teams are over seven hundred plus. In the National League. You take your f- top five, and it's not quite 500. So look at the upper echelon dominance uh, in the American League versus the National There's a lot of teams in the National League with a negative run differential, a lot of teams. And nobody has the big numbers except for the Braves, of course, with 277. They lead baseball. So uh, we got a couple uh, neat things that we're going to include. Uh, you already know about Stump the Wiz. Um But we also have a a neat feature this week that we're going to run with, uh, which is going to be a um, bad to the bone. We're going to hold you in suspense a little bit, but we're going to have a a really cool kind of a portrayal uh, of of an athlete. And uh, if you can bear with something that's fairly heavy laden with numbers, uh, and I promise to go slow because I do want you to absorb 
the numbers that I'm, I'm going to articulate because I don't think you're going to believe in. So, bud, you're going to have to swear at me right now that everything I'm about to say is truth, whole truth, but you never know when you exaggerate, bud, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it time to play Stomp the Wiz? Let's, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Now, remember, I'm going to give you uh, some follow-up questions that could act as, as a bonus Sounds uh, like I may need them today. Yeah, you may need them. So I'm going to may give you an opportunity for for some bonus uh, help, but I got to just align my paperwork okay. here. All right, now I want you to listen carefully because there are some curveballs that have been put in this thing that are intentional. Okay, I'm ready. Stump the whiz. Here we go. The uh, second uh, record, uh, bet the second best record. In MLB as of today, the second best record in Major League Baseball. Uh, Baltimore. That's right. Very good. I'm shocked already. Uh, I knew you weren't going to say Atlanta, but I did think you were going to say Big Red. Orioles fan. I've been pulling the for them all year. Are currently playing the Mets. Please yep. don't bring up the box score. I, I'm looking at your screen. And the uh, if you could name for me, uh, you get bonus credit if you do it in order. The Mets' top four hitters in the lineup are also their best players. And if you name it in order, you get an extra point. Yeah, that's Go. not happening. Lind- right. Lindor. Yep. Uh, got that guy. What is his name? Like, no hints. No help. Uh, I know they got Alonzo, but he's probably their three hitter. That's two. Hitter. You just can't keep random pot. That's two. Um, you, you only get one shot at this. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so in order, it's uh, it's wrong. Nemo, Lindor, McNeil, Alonzo. All right, there we go. Should have got that. Okay, well, should have got a Phillies all-time doubles leader. Hmm. Um, just when he was on the Phillies, you mean like by Phillies Phillies all-time, bud? Phillies all-time, you know, Phillies all-time. Yes, with the Phillies. Yes, with not Um, not with Major League Baseball, Phillies record. Bobby Abreu. <laughs> I would never do such a thing. Uh, J-Row at 479. Fourth is Bobby Abreu at 348. Didn't have near the at-bats that Rollins had. Phillies second most career walks. Schmidt had 1,507. Who has, well, who's second Schmidt? Bobby Abreu. Abreu! Hey! <laughs> I keep guessing him. He's going to come up somewhere. I love this one. List. This next one's the best of the 10. Phillies, listen, all-time stolen base percentage Chase leader. Elliott. Very good. Oh. I, I always knew that one. Okay. We talked about that one. all the time. Chase Elliott was a phenomenal base dealer. 89%. Yep. He couldn't. He should have ran Him more. and Davey Lopes, they, yeah, it was right. like a science. They, they couldn't get him out. They were just too in tune. Yeah. They knew exactly what was going on. Just couldn't okay. get him out. All right. Number six. Top three Phillies ever in a real cool analytic uh, stat. Win probability plus, which means players that created a hell of a lot of opportunity to win from what they did offensively. Nothing to do with pitching. What, top okay. three Phillies ever Win probability plus. Okay. Say Mike Schmidt. Number one, 55.4. Um, Ryan Howard? No. I'll give you another guess before it's wrong. Uh, Dick Allen? Third. Second. 
Chase Utley. Bobby Brown. Is it again? Oh, wow. Yeah, I should have said that. All right. Current roster. Current roster. Name five Phillies with 20 home runs. Uh, okay, well, Schwarber. 45. A current roster? Five Phillies with 20 home How runs? About that? We have that? Yeah. Five guys with 20 home runs? Uh, do me a favor. Don't bleed me here by stalling. And yeah. I think. Trey, yeah. Trey Turner. 26. Uh, Casty. 28. Uh, Bo? Is he got there? Harper, 20. JT, yeah. 20. Okay. Wow, okay. And, and the bonus feature of that, so if you get the bonus, you offset the loss there. You'll pick a point back up. Okay. Six players will end up with 30 doubles. End up with. So they're like 28, 29 yep. right now. Uh, Harper, Boehm, Turner, JT, Stott, Marsh? Yeah. Uh, no. No, no. You, almost, you, you were nailing it. But you said Marsh. So, no, you have the same five players as the home runs and add Stott. Okay. I didn't think Schwarber was going to get that many doubles with his low average. Yeah. Uh, well, Schwarber may not get there, so I may have screwed that one up. So, Marsh doesn't fit in either one of these categories. But Marsh is 277 slash line, 373, 446, 818. And that's the guy that doesn't qualify as your top hitter. In, yep. in the doubles and home runs. Yep. That tells you what a damn good lineup the Phillies got in their power. Yeah. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's a very balanced lineup. It's really come into, come into form the last couple months, the second half of the season, really. We are forgetting that there's the clock's running here. Okay, here we go. Number eight, Phillies pitcher with 39 innings pitch, 60K, and a 14K per nine. Uh, is that the guy with the long hair? I don't know his name. Hoffman or something? <laughs> no. Come on. This is 39. Did he pitch in 60 strikeouts due to what? Alvarado? Yeah. I didn't think he... I didn't... Where are you? Emily, he's ready. I don't watch the Honey, games. Honey, he's ready. Get, get you. And I thought that Alvarado was injured too much this year to get to get to the end. Well, it's only 40s that he's pitched. Yeah. It's not a lot. We usually end up in the mid-60s, right? The good thing about Alvarado's walks have been cut down. And from eight when we got him to six to seven to four to four. So now that he's got a better ratio of strikeouts walks and he's got that kind of speed and movement, Chad, this guy's a nightmare. You know, now he's down in the in the in the wall in his control. Mm-hmm. This kid's a nightmare. And that's why I like the Phillies over the Braves. We're gonna talk about the fact that we utilized the Braves when we played him. But before we do that, we gotta move to number nine. Okay, of the all the teams that we talked about 20 minutes ago in playoff contention, both leagues, what team, I'm going to be careful here, has the worst winning percentage against 500 teams? So all the teams vying for postseason, what team, both leagues, has the worst winning percentage against 500 teams? Competition and thirty-one and forty-three. Uh, Marlins, the Mar- uh, Mariners. Do you say the Mariners? Mar- no, I said Marlins. Mar- okay, the uh, thirty-one and forty-three is Seattle. Does that surprise you a little bit? Four twenty baseball against five hundred teams. Yeah, it does. I feel like I've seen them win some games. Yeah, of late, it's just playing tricks on the mind. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, biggest 
postseason choke in the NFL. We're going to switch to football here. Postseason regarded as the biggest choke of all time in history is who? You don't have to be like specific about which. That's a hint. Sorry, is this a team or a player? Yeah, I'm sorry, team. Yeah, I'm sorry, team. Biggest uh, choke by a team. Uh, well, I got two quick answers well, that come well, to mind. Unfortunately, I get credit for one, but go ahead. Biggest choke ever? Cowboys? No, no, no. No, no. My original, the Packers. Where? I'm going with the Packers. What game? I can't think of it. What game? I mean, the fact that they have Aaron Rodgers for I mean, almost two decades and they won one Super Bowl. In a game. In a game. You're, you're, it to be one game? Oh, my Lord. Yeah, so say it's one game. Now what would you say? I'll give you credit. Oh, God, there's so many. I don't... I, I don't there's not, not too many like this, bucko. Uh, okay, well, the biggest choke ever was the Atlanta Falcons. 28 to 3. All right. Yeah. Uh, give credit, uh, Richie. Yeah, 28 to 3 lead mid-third quarter. They lose in overtime. And for another bonus point credit, what was the final score of that game? Um, is it 36, no, 37-31? 34-28. Okay, I thought they got a field goal touchdown. It was just, no, I got you. I know, I, I see it. So, in yeah. review here, I don't think you got... Six. That was my. Oh, I didn't get six. I don't think I got three. No. Yeah. And and that's we're you know hey we're going to make it tougher. Yeah. I don't want to hear my time was bad too. Nine minutes. <laughs> Nine minutes. We're thirty eight already. Uh, I feel like I'm taking the SATs again. That's too funny. Well, nine you know, minutes to do. I had dinner with Coach Al questions. the other night, and Coach Al said it did work out so good today. The week we did it with him, but they were for the most part current. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, there's definitely listeners who were going to go seven, eight. Wouldn't surprise me if Tommy, you know, guy, goes 10. I, I, could see, like, I could see Tommy going 10 for 10. Uh, yeah, if we ever hear from him again. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, what's the toughest question of the 10? Um, Not the Super Bowl. Probably the win probability added for baseball. I just well, started, I started thinking. I knew Mike Schmidt had to be one. Yeah. And then I started and he thinking. Knew Allen like, had to be up there with a the long ball. Right? I just thought with Howard too, like his so many home runs can change games. Yeah, is that something that influences that that specific like statistic a lot? Right. And then, uh, but I mean, once you say the answers, it's really not that hard. Just to, to name, you know, three out of the top five. Do you want to like, give me a little not bad bone? Do you want to give me? Can you give me a little bit? I can't. I, <laughs> can't I rely on Richie. Uh, all right. So all you need to do after I read the. Line okay, uh, give give me your best hell yeah. Let me hear it. The Southern Country Bar. The listeners said it got to be Chad out of character. They told me this week. Can you get Chad to come out of the character a little bit and do stuff that he normally doesn't act or say or do? So all you have to do when I read these line items here, stat lines, all I want to hear you do is go hell yeah. Okay, <laughs> give me one. Come on, I'll try. Give me one. Good. Hell yeah! No, you do I, I, no, I, do, I can't. I can't get myself. How about there. this? How about this? Hell yeah! Okay, give me the best you got. Here we go. Da, 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 da. Okay, we'll rely on Richie for bad to the bone. How about my boy Bryce Aaron Max Harper? I love this kid. Bad to the bone. Six three, two fifteen, thirty years old. We'll want to fight the guy. That's for damn sure. This guy is absolutely. Mr. Clutch, and I, you're not going to believe this. Uh, I'm going to read these. 
uh, stats here, and I'm going to go slow, but he's currently 292, 400. You know, that's on base. Slug 492 and 890. That pales in comparison to some of his other uh, stat lines, like his best season in 215, 330, 460 on base. That's men's slope at softball, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 646 slug and 1109 OPS. Uh, How about at home this year? 348, 453, 606, 1060 at, at the park. How about that? How about his month of August? You know, after he came back from the injury, everybody was panicking that Harper, you know, it looked so good. In August, batting average, 361, on-base percentage, 452. Slug, get ready, 784 slug. I mean, that's a hell yeah right there, bud. Yeah, it's really good. And 1236 OPS. That's his month of August. Everybody talks about late and close in analytics. Oh, what's he do late and close? Why? Because the game's on the line. It's late after the seventh inning and close. One run deficit tie game. All right. One run lead maybe. And that's a really good measurement of a baseball player, and especially, you know, a clutch baseball player. 390 late and close, 500 on base, 640 slug, 1139 OPS. Wow. Two outs, runners in scoring position, which the Phillies get a whole heck of a lot of criticism for, right? You got to hit with men on base and two outs. About 370, 473, 565, 1038. You do realize that every category slash line of, of our, I've mentioned here ends with a thousand OPS. Yeah. Okay. And against power pitchers, these are the guys coming in, the elite closers throwing a hundred. All right. The the pitchers that nobody on the face of the earth can hit. Because these guys are I call them the z- the zipmeisters, okay, because the balls hiss. Against the power pitchers, the elite pitchers, 280, 390, 530, 940. That is a bunch of hell yeah. And yeah, how about a guy that posts up? Harper, the last five years, 160, 157 games played, 141, 100, 130. I'll do the math for you. That's 138 games per year. And, yes, that's with his injuries. How does that compare to one of his contemporaries and uh, superstars in his own right, Trout? 140, 134, 36, 119, 82, divided, added up. 102 compared to 138, 136 extra times five seasons. 180 more games Harper has posted up than Trout. Um, that's crazy. And it really is. I mean, Full it, season. It shows you how much baseball and all sports, but baseball is about keeping that body healthy to get out there and just play again. It's a shame we're not, we're not going to see that for Trout. I mean, he may never play 120 games a year again. And there's a full year and a half older, too. And he I mean, should get, he, yeah. Yeah, he, as of today, Harper's 30, going to turn 31 shortly. Right, Trout's, Trout's 32. So you have that going on. It's uh, not but, getting any easier now. But, but you're right. We're probably never going to see Trout play a 100-game season again. And look how productive Harper is and his contract's for $27 million. Yeah. What a deal for the Phillies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's the guy that we've talked about it before. He's going to keep producing when he's older. 
because he has an unbelievable eye in the strike zone. He knows that he he can hit the off fields. You combine those two factors, it's it's not hard when you're at his skill level to be successful for so long because you're not going he's not going to chase pitches out of the zone. He's always going to find ways to walk. He's going to put the balls in, ball in play. And that that is going to maintain good results for a long time Got it, even man. as the power starts to slip a bit. Well, as we uh, right before we're going to get out of here on rant and rave, how about this update that today's Dolphins Broncos score record time you guys hear it'll be ancient news, right? How about the Dolphins 70, the Broncos 20? I don't know what's more impressive, the Broncos doing it or I mean, the Dolphins doing it or the Broncos allowing it. And I think they had 742 yards. That's a college fiasco. It, that, it really is. That should insane. never be allowed in pro football. Pro football fans is a utter disgrace right now. If you want to know why I don't watch it, unless you've got, let's see, San Fran and the Eagles, of course, out of out of the uh, uh, the, the national, uh, getting baseball and football confused here, NFC. Or in the AFC, certainly Miami, right? And, of course, KC, uh, Buffalo, uh, who pasted today. The, the, the Washington team and the Giants are such utter disgraces that there is no division once again. And Eskin says every how about the Eagles' path, how difficult it is to the Super Bowl and how the Phillies had it much easier. The Phillies had a gauntlet of brutal games. I said this last week. And the Eagles had to beat the Giants and the, and the quarterback list. Uh, Sam Friend team that with the quarterback would have beat the Eagles, I think. Uh, but it is, right now the NFL is just absolutely a travesty. And uh, the game that just ended, our uh, hated Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. Yeah. I had the Cardinals today, by the way, in our pool. They're getting 12. The Cards went outright 28-16, uh, to 16, and the Bears lost 41. How bad if you're GM or owner uh, of the Bears, and you know this quarterback guy he's not a quarterback this Justin Fields he's not a, a quarterback he's a runner he just wants to run so what are you going to do with him because you don't well, have a franchise quarterback no you hope he develops you know Lamar no, no, Jackson no, no, no. and so you hope you develop no, he's not no he's not right but they hope he's he not. will okay they hope he will so these football scores today were disgraceful the, the Pats and the Jets 15 10 was like watching warm milk I mean just Colts and Ravens it went overtime and it stunk uh, the Saints choked again. Boy, that's that's different. I haven't seen that much over the last two decades. Um, how, how big a choke are the, the Saints and everything about the Saints organization? Oh, they lost their quarterback. Yeah, but they, everything. Uh, they, you know, they're running back suspended for three games. Yeah. I'm just talking about my fantasy team. I have my lock point. of the year due Chargers today. They won. Very they nice. Covered, yeah. You're Go ahead, Time buddy. To rant and rant rave. Or rave it. Let's take us out of here, man. Well, rave on the Phillies. They yeah, stepped up that. this week, past five, ten days. They won a lot of games. They handled their own against the Braves did pretty nicely. And now they're basically a lock for the top wild card. And uh, they can take the last week, take some of that, a lot of that pressure off, get themselves ready mentally for the playoff next playoffs next week. And it's a great spot to be in the last you know, to know where they're at. They're not battling every day now for you know just to make the playoffs. It's a really good spot to be in. I'm going to practice a little bit of seamless integration. Zip. I lock onto that. Because what you meant to say was, nice call, Dad. 
on how the Phillies were going to neutralize the Braves the last seven games. And they did. Still right. lost four to three. Four to three. What were your predictions there? Five two. Mm-hmm. I said they could get swept seven zero. Uh huh. And but five two was was my was my actual money on the line prediction. And that Julio Iglesias closer for the Braves. How much are we in his his head? Oh, we are sticks. Yeah. So you have no closer. And I demonstrated tonight a little tricky how I went about it. I got the audience, the listeners, to realize how prolific our offense is by giving you the. Number of players, offense. thirty home runs, and then uh, I'm sorry, home runs, and then and then doubles, and Marsh wasn't one of them. I read his slash line. That's a lot of offense over seven guys. Yeah, it's a good team. Anybody can win that ball game for you, right? And the Phil, uh, Braves front line pitching, except for one guy, doesn't scare the Phillies at all. We know who the one guy is that we're talking about, right? His name starts with an S. It's not M. It's not F for Freed. All right, Strider's legit. We could get to him too. I love the Phillies over the Braves, if that's the matchup we get. What I don't like on record is game one or two having to face the kid for Bishop Eustace. I'll mm-hmm. continue to call him the kid for Bishop Eustace. I could love the matchup Phillies-Braves, but to each their own. I love it. Okay. I'm, I'm supremely confident that we're in the Braves' head at this point. And if mm-hmm. you don't have a closer. Lost the series. but uh, Well, well. Uh, it's fine. You, you should be saying the Braves had nothing to play for the last three games. I'm, I'm, I don't need I'll think to make the argument for the Braves. We'll, we'll talk in a month, and we'll right. see what happened. Right. I, hope that, I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Phillies get back to the World Series and win it this time. So I think we said last week, the next time I talk, we'll know uh, everything's okay. And we thought. has got our feet on the ground. We'll find out hopefully This time tomorrow. next Monday, we better have least go to Peter. If it's not this, mon- this Monday, we'll be calling Guinness Book of World Records yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Bud, officially, formally, good luck, my man. Thank you. I said this last week. Everybody out there, you'll be getting the show a little bit earlier, I think, tomorrow. Uh, have a grand week. Uh, and uh, 609 609-828-5569. Uh, is yep. how you get a hold of us. And speaking of sportspod.com, speaking of sports on the social medias, and you'll find us there. Got the Eagles tomorrow night. You got them winning? I do. Cover? What's the line again? Uh, five. Let's uh, call it five. Yeah. yeah, I think they come back strong from Thursday to Monday. And yeah. Th- and does Bunny win it this year no. in the Seafood Tower? No, no, no. This isn't comedy hour. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. I guess. No, that's that's the post show. Who, who wins it? Uh, me. Oh, okay. Over and out. God bless everybody. Have a good week. Uh, God bless Emily and Chad. And uh, happy sports. Happy sports. Love y'all. Out of here.